Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nas Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast that finds questions either online or from our wonderful listeners. We answer them right here or in person, live. Which we just did another live show. We did just do another recording. Yeah, but, it is in the past, but also the future, because we're capoeiring. Uh, but don't you worry, there is another one in April. That's right. I can look up the time, the date of I that. It's the 20th. Let's find out if you're correct. Mm, it, it is, is. the 20th. 20th, the 20th, of 20th of April, Toronto, Ontario, at the Black Sheep Cocktail Bar. Uh, we will do, be doing our potentially final show there. We have the opportunity to continue to do more, but we'll we'll see. We signed on to do three shows. And and this so this might be your last chance to see us there. So don't, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Unless you're like fucking around. Unless you're fucking around. That's the only excuse you have not to go to our show. If you are yeah. having sex, great. Good sex. Good sex. You can't not come because you're having meteor me, uh, meteor mediocre sex. You can definitely not come if you're having meteor sex. Or maybe you can't come because you're having mediocre sex. I said nah. meteor. I know, but what I'm saying is... I know, I was also... Can't, make joke. Too many jokes. Ready for a question? Come. Yeah. This is by Mealy21. I, female 21, was on a date last night. He, 24-year-old male, spent $1,000. I'm not really interested in moving forward. How do I let him know? Hiya. We met online, and honestly, I was only moderately attracted to him physically. Thought he was a bit too pushy slash clingy. Talked to my guy friend. He said, give him a chance on a date, and I did. After he texted me on the app nonstop for a week, I decided to meet up. The date itself was not horrible, but I was a little concerned about how much money he was spending. He's in IT, so he is not poor, so I guess he can afford it. Dinner, high-end steakhouse, about $400. Play afterwards, VIP seats, about $200. Boat ride thing, live music slash food, $200. Earring slash necklace set. He brought these to the date. $200. Sticker price was left on them. It was about $170. I appreciate the attention, activities, dinner, and gifts, but I'm torn on if I should give him another opportunity. I'm just not feeling him like that at the moment, I guess. Okay, I was I was concerned, but none of this seems to be your... It's not like you were like, I want to go here for dinner, and then you're going to take me out to this play. And then, mm-hmm. like, you also... Like, who brings a fucking $200 gift to a date that's right like and especially you know he left that fucking tag on on purpose yeah it, so this is i think the gift is the i i could you know forgive and be like oh this guy is just he doesn't understand that like you don't need to throw money at the problem but i think this is his move is yes. throwing money at the problem right like, i will say just because this does add a little salt on the stake of this question edit i am not returning the gift unless he specifically asked for it a lot of people are PMing me, telling me to do that. I will not. It's a nice gift. Mm. Doesn't really have bearing, but it does add a little shading. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. I think you, sure, he gave you a gift, right? Like, that's fine. I don't think there's any sort of ethical problem keeping it. But I think there's, I think it would soften the blow a bit of being yeah. like, hi, 
you spent a lot of money on me. I can't accept this gift. I'm not, I'm not feeling the vibes. I, I don't think I want to pursue anything further with you. And I think it would be unfair of me to keep such an expensive gift after you already spent so much on a date. Uh, you know, good luck, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here you go. I think that would be the way to go forward. 100%. And like, the thing is, the reason why he's doing this is exactly this. So you feel bad saying no. Because if this was, I went on a date, didn't work out, like, there wouldn't really be a question here. Whereas yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, I feel bad. He spent $1,000. And now I have to say I don't want to see him again. And now it sounds like I'm an asshole. It doesn't. He shouldn't be spending this fucking money. No, I mean, this was his choice. He made yeah. these choices. And if he thinks that this is the only way to attract a woman, then I think you're going to find him, if you do, you know, prolong this long enough, that you'll find that he's lacking in sort of the essential things that make a partner a good partner. Yes. Because, if because you think his move just, is cash. Yeah, because, you know, it's like, oh, he does something bad. He's not going to communicate and apologize what the problem was. He's going to buy you a nice shiny necklace. Mm-hmm. And that's could be nice in the brief period of time, but as a long-term partner, like, no, you, I don't want someone who thinks that romance and uh, commitment and, you know, all these things that you kind of want from a partner is equatable to a dollar value. Yeah. Because you're going to have a bad time if that's how they think. And also it's just like, it, it sucks that this is what he obviously thinks. This is the only thing he thinks he brings to the table. That's that's another thing. It does sort of give you an indication that like maybe his self-esteem slash self-worth isn't quite as high as it should be. And he is compensating for mm-hmm. insecurities or he knows he's a piece of shit and yeah, he's trying to mo- just get past it by doing this. Yeah, uh, I, I think there's a lot here that is like if I went on a date and someone wanted to spend like more than a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. I would be like. No, let's let's uh, let's split this. I, I, you know, thank you very much for offering. But like, that's a lot. That's a lot for a date. Like mm-hmm. anywhere in the hundred dollars to two hundred dollar range, I think is it's not an unreasonable place, especially depending on where you go and uh, what city how, you live in. <laughs> yeah. And how long you're hanging out. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's there's a bar that I like to go to. It's a very nice bar, but it can be expensive, especially if you end up like falling deep into a conversation and, and are there for like four five, six hours. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get your bill up to a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Easy. Well, like most, the average cocktail in Toronto is like what? $16, 16 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you're paying 20 to 25 with tip then per drink, four drinks can rack you up a hundred dollars easy, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's two drinks each. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> but we've talked before about why dinner is not a great first date. Purely for, well, for many reasons, but one of them being monetary. And this is the opposite of that. And hey, maybe they're just balling. But like, I think even if they're just so rich that this isn't a consequence of them, I think the necklace that he brought is a weird fucking move. Like, again, if they were just like, hey, I am so rich that this is totally fine. I could ignore most of the bad parts of the dinner play and boat ride. But the gift is weird. Yeah. You know, it's just weird. If you wanted to give you like flowers would be, you know, I'd be like, okay, he's a little traditional. That's kind of sweet. But yeah, flowers would be out, over the top, but still acceptable. Yeah. But to go out to a jewelry store, pick something up, spend as much as he did, and then present it to you on the date. Like with that sticker on most importantly, that's, that's weird. That's a weird mm-hmm. thing to do. So look, don't let the money get in the way of you ending things. 
Because what's the other option? You go out with them a second time and then you're twice as guilty. Yeah. You know? And like it, this falls into literally every like don't let X make you feel bad about not wanting to see anyone. Right. It, it could have been, oh, he built he, or he cooked me a really, really nice dinner that took him all day to make. And I feel bad not wanting to see him mm-hmm. too bad. The, the, yeah. the, it's a very nice gesture. Might have been a great day. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you've done and it doesn't matter what happened on that date. It doesn't matter if they spent a bunch of money, a bunch of time, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think it very, very much especially does not matter if they spent a bunch of money because yeah. that's on them. They shouldn't. And it is classically a tactic to get you to feel like you owe them. And that's shit. Yeah. But like the point I'm trying to make is if you're not feeling it with someone. Yeah. Don't try to force it because, you know, you you think that it's owed to them. It's not. You gave them a chance. It didn't work out. And like I was saying, it literally is just going to get worse if you go out with them anymore. Yeah. Like second date, best case, he spends another thousand dollars. Worst case, it doubles. You know what I mean? Like what's going to happen here? And then you're going to be like, well, shit, I went out first date was a thousand. Second date was thirteen hundred. Now I have a gown to match my earrings and necklace. Like, you know what I mean? Fuck. Now I really can't dump them like. No, it doesn't matter. He made this choice. I will say you should offer to give the gift back unless you fear for your safety and don't want to see him in person. Yes, I think that is it. I think you need to return the gift. I think that is a a nice clean break because Mm -hmm. there's still a little he can still loom that over you. And I think also like, do you want it? Do you want just random shitty manipulation gift? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd love to know how many girls he's given this to who's given it back and he brings it to the next date. Maybe that's why the tag is still there and not because he wants people to know how much it is, but so that he can return it. Mm, Maybe the number on the back is the amount of girls he's given it to and not the price. (laughs) This is from the immortal potato. Condom gets stuck inside my girlfriend's vagina. This is the problem we've been having recently in a relationship of three years. The condom does not stay on my penis for long while we're having sex. It either moves up or gets stuck inside her. It has become a risky situation as she and I both like when I orgasm inside her. With condom on, of course, and recently after coming, I saw the condom was not on my penis, but stuck inside her. We both felt panic that it might might have led to pregnancy, which none of us want at this moment. We thought it was because I might be having weak erections, but every time we've checked, I'm rock hard. So now my girlfriend feels like something's wrong with her, which I don't like. Like she gets embarrassed and stuff, which I hate because I'm still very much attracted to her as I was on day one. And I don't think it's in her control what's happening. I want to know what could be the possible reasons. Any input or experiences? Uh, You're probably just putting it on wrong or you have the wrong size for your dick. Those are the answers. Like I, I had this happen once and ever since I had to make sure I pulled it all the way to the bottom. I also was using the wrong size at the time, but for different reasons. So yeah, just like make sure pull it all the way down to the base. Yep, don't stop halfway. Sure. Don't stop any. Just make sure you have done it correctly. Also, if it has a reservoir tip, make sure you are pinching the reservoir tip you when you're putting pinch, it on. Got to pinch the reservoir tip. But that's I just assume everyone knows that, but I know I shouldn't. I think honestly, it's probably not a. I, you've got the wrong size. I don't know. Like I've there's so okay. So I use. Let's get into the to the nitty gritties of it. I use uh, the skin brand large elite condoms or whatever the fuck they're called. And I've found that they have another, like the same size condom, but different texture. Like it's like their sense of thin version of like a thinner condom. And I was like, oh, cool, great. Let's try that out. And that thing, I cannot keep that fucking condom on my dick if I super glued it on. 
I don't know what the difference is. It like they are su- supposedly the same size, mm-hmm. but for is whatever it the same reason, size in terms of width as well. Yeah, hmm. and like I, I don't know what the difference. So like, if this is happening to you, try different brands of condoms. If you are buying a large size condom just to sate your ego or to impress someone, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Buy the condoms that because like you know I've talked about it before. It's not like I'm walking around with a huge dick. It's just one condom fits better than the other condoms. Like some condoms I find the reservoir tip ends up getting like loose or, and like I end up getting all the way in there. And then that's an uncomfortable sensation. It's there's so many different things that can happen with different condoms based on your dick. So change your brand of condom, change your size of condom. Um, There are websites. I'm pretty sure Durex and Trojan both have a sizing chart Mm -hmm. as well. You can go on the website and look. I'm also sure that you can just search condom sizing chart. You'll find one online yeah. and start wearing condoms that fit you. Mm-hmm. And again, make sure that you're putting it down to the base because that was what happened with me. Because like I was actually wearing condoms that weren't wide enough back in Ireland. And I still had this happen to me because I just, you know, I was young. And does it have their age on this? Uh, it does. Because they're no. only together three months and they only. No, three years. Oh, three years. That's it. Three months. So they're at least three. They're at least three. Okay. No, but just, it's those two things. That's it. That's it. Or like, unless he's like lubing up his dick massively before he puts it in the condom. Hey, that's an excellent point too. I didn't think about that. But yeah, are you doing anything prior to to putting a condom on? I will say, I've been with partners who like to get particularly sloppy with blowjobs. Mm-hmm. And I am like slick as hell. And I find that sometimes uh, the condom goes on a little weird. So, like, if if that's the case, if you're getting a very sloppy blowjob and you have and you are, you know, quite lubricated via spit, maybe just take a second to, like, rub your hand over it and, and kind of, like, squeegee it off a little bit before putting your condom on. Think about what happened. If every time this happens just beforehand, you just got the sloppiest blowjob of your life. OK, maybe that's it. If it's, you know, just it, this isn't a simple fix. Three steps. Correct size. Correct application. Make sure you're not ultra lubing the shit out of it, be it lube or saliva or whatever. And that's it. You'll be good. Good luck. Good luck. This is posted by blank. I, 28-year-old male, lied to my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, about my age, and it's been eating me up. So I met my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, on a dating app last year. At the time, I was 27 and about to turn 28. However, after a couple of dates, I looked at my dating app profile and noticed I'd gotten the year wrong by a year, and it said it was 26. Now, on our third date, the subject drifted onto birthdays. When she asked me mine, I gave her a date that would make me 26, as my profile stated. I felt like complete and utter crap, but I said it because I didn't want her to think I was lying on my profile and making myself essentially two years younger than I actually was. Fast forward six months, she's now my girlfriend, and every day this lie has been eating me up. I just want to tell her and come clean, but at the same time, I'm terrified she'll leave me as I love her so much. I know it's completely my fault, and I should be prepared to handle the consequences of my lie, but I would really value people's opinion on this in general. Man, you had such an easy out, yep. and you fucking blew it so mm-hmm. hard. You dug the deepest hole. You dug down so hard. Yeah, you were like standing on just like a little bit of sloped dirt, and you were like, actually, let's make this worse. And then you went out and bought a full-blown fucking little digger machine and made just a cavern of lies mm-hmm. like why all you had to say was like just say your real birth date and if they were like wait i thought you were 26 you'd be like no i'm 28 You're like why did you think i was 26 your profile says it oh no 
Oh, oops. Yeah. Easy. Also, like the lie before, like the the Tinder, whatever. It's reasonable. This lie, you had to use math. You had to calculate that. You took you took your time. Yeah. You know what I mean, this didn't just fly off the tip of your tongue. You were like, oh, shit. Like when I have to card people, it takes me a second to be like, hold on. Hold on. How many years? Okay. You had to do that. You, you do fucked up real, real bad. Here's what I'm going to say you do. Bear with me here for a second. Capoeira. Stage your death <laughs> and then show up at the fake funeral you're holding for yourself as your older self who failed to come back in time. Hmm. And now, because you're in a paradox, you can't return to your timeline because in your timeline, you're dead. But in your timeline, if you died at this point, you wouldn't have gotten older, so you wouldn't have been able to come back. No, you would have been able to. Because somebody else saved you? Because you were the reason he died. You coming Whoa. back Whoa. caused the death. Mm. Well, what you came back was to tell him to stop lying about his age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like just... You got to fucking fall into some kind of like temporal prison that when you get out, you're like, it's been two years for me. How long has it been for you? And she'd be like, you look the exact same. You're like, no, I'm 28 now. Yeah. Just grow your beard a a little longer. Mm -hmm. Maybe brush in some gray highlights a little bit. Maybe like get on a plane that's going to crash. And when you come back, say it took twice as long. You will have to survive a plane crash and living on an island and maybe a polar bear. Yes. Make the lost references, Niall. Make Mm -hmm. them. Smoke monster. Code. Uh, Jack. We have to go back. We we have to go back. Just fucking tell her. The longer this goes on, the worse it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't wait until there's a milestone. If this lasts till you're 30, that's going to be weird. You know what I mean? She's like, wait, 30? But if you're just like, oh, I'm actually 28. Alternatively, have you ever said the actual age? If you just gave a birth date and said, this is when my birth date is, could you say, oh, shit, I did math wrong. I'm bad at birthdays. Mm, Or just like, oh shit, I misspoke. But I realize I am kind of telling you the gaslighter and I don't love that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. (laughs) That's that's kind of, and you know what? I was going to jokingly make that joke, but we we should be better than this. Yeah, you just have to be like, look, I don't know why I did this. I fucked up because I don't think if someone did that to me, I'd be like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, you're fucking weirdo. And then we'd laugh about it and we'd move on. It would be different if you were 16 and you <laughs> lied that you were older. Now, they do have a pattern of lying. What if they are? Uh, yeah. You know, like, I, if there was a legality issue about your your age, mm. sure. I totally understand being scared to bring that up. I get it. But a, a difference of, what, two years? Three years? A year and a half, arguably, right? Doesn't mean anything. And yeah. if someone gets upset about uh, the age difference... I understand if, if they could be a little annoyed, be like, why did you lie? That's fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. I would understand that. But if they're like, what? You're you're how old? And then that sort of like crumples their brain. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, whatever. That's, you know what? If someone's upset that you lied or that you have that age. OK, good. The better, the sooner you get that over with, the better. And also, if they're not upset, the sooner you get it done with, the better. Because the longer this goes on, the worse it's going to be, one, for you, because you're obsessing about it every day. And two, for her, because it's going to be like, oh, you waited how long? Yeah. So you got to do it today. Take your fucking consequences. If they do get upset, don't get defensive and shitty. You did a weird, bad thing, and you did it badly and weirdly. So you got to take what comes to you. Just be like, look, own it. Be like, yeah, I was. it was dumb. I was a big weirdo. Shouldn't have done it, but I did, and I'm sorry, and I want to come clean. Boom. 
If they want to not date you, then that's fine. If they do want to date you, you've got a funny story. You big weirdo. It's so weird. Uh, this is a short one. I oh god, mm tiny. How to give a blowjob with a small mouth? The guy I'm going to see is really thick, and I have a really small mouth. Are there any tricks to help the situation? You can stick your tongue out of your mouth. You can use your saliva on your hands. I'm like, I'm wondering like how small this mouth is though. What, can what you, do you fit mean, it stick in? Stick your tongue out of your mouth. Do you mean lick it? Yeah. <laughs> you can use your tongue without it being in your mouth. <laughs> what a weird way to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it badly and weirdly. Okay. <laughs> you sure did. Um, yeah. The key here is hands. Yeah. What's fun about blowjobs is like the moisture and the wetness and the texture. And like, if you can even get some of your mouth around that dick, good news is the sensitive part is the top, right? Yes. So if you, if it's like a, a length of like a matter of length, although it does say thickness, right? Thick. Damn. I hope you can get it in there at all. But if not, you could just like sup upon the top and then just get your hands all nice and slimy with saliva and just go for it. Slimy is yeah. not the word I want. You know what I mean? Uh, hey. Sloppy. Put your put your tongue outside of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, okay. <laughs> um, the one of the nicest sensations is that feeling of like two hands on your dick. Because mm-hmm. one, it's like a huge ego boost. Love it, mm-hmm. and it also feels really good. Might I suggest using your hands in different directions? Mm-hmm. Is, also, is, just sloppy it up real hard. Uh, you don't want to ever. Yeah, you don't want to lose that. Like, it can go very quickly from heaven to hell if it stops being adequately lubricated. So, just make sure that's going. You're going to have to make a mess on this bad boy. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I, I highly doubt this dude with his giant soup can thick dick is going to be upset with a, a sloppy blowjob. No. Um, but I, I will say, I was reading the comments of this question. Uh, someone did say they once dislocated their jaw trying to give a blowjob to a dick that was a little too big. So please be careful. Yeah, don't do if that. You, if you feel any pain or discomfort, stop. I understand you probably want to please your partner, but mm-hmm. not at the detriment to your safety or pleasure. Mm-hmm, for sure. And like, if you simply cannot do a thing, you simply cannot do that thing. So if you're doing your best and he's like, no, put in your mouth and you can't just be like, I can't. And one, that's a good ego boost once more. And two, if they're shitty and pushy, then you know you don't just you don't like this guy does not deserve the gift of your mouth and hands. Yeah. So that's gonna be an easy get the fuck out of there. But like as Dane said, do not push yourself because no one's gonna be like, oh, it was really hot. She dislocated her jaw and it really hurt and sucked for her, and then we went to the hospital. Or she just left sadly. Yeah, exactly. Not good. I would feel very, very bad and honestly, pretty insecure if my dick unhinge someone's jaw like i know there could there's probably a lot of assholes who are like haha i did it but for me i would i would be so concerned yeah. the next time i had an oral sex experience of being like i really don't want to hurt you i'd be like you can just get near it you can't even touch it just pretend maybe yeah. actually blow on it <laughs> just maybe hey if you could just do me a favor if you could just put your tongue outside your mouth <laughs> see i nailed it this whole time so yeah, be careful, use your hands, get sloppy, don't hurt yourself, be communicative, and like, don't turn, if you can't do it, turn it into a compliment. Be like, damn, your dick is just so thick. No one's gonna be mad at that. Yeah. I'd take your tongue outside your mouth. Girlfriend, this is by Dun Sim. Girlfriend does not want to remove her dating apps as she wants the chat history to look back on. What to do? 
I've been dating a girl, female 33, myself, male 30, for three months. At New Year's, I asked her to be my girlfriend, and she said yes. The other day, I'm going to delete all my dating apps. She said she was not going to delete them because she wants to keep those chats and have a log of the conversations slash pickup lines, etc. as she wants to write about. She said they're all paused now, but she has no desire to remove the apps. I'm not the kind of guy who wants to control her and tell her what to do. But I see this as a major red flag. Keeping conversations and the window open to a dating world just seems suspect. She doesn't see it that way. I told her I feel disrespected and that she wants to keep them, and I'm unsure how I feel. Kind of need an answer soon if I want to continue seeing her. Just call it quits. Please give me some advice. Thanks. Um, I think the answer to this question is what the hell she means by I want to write about them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, she, if she's an, a journalist who writes on dating culture or if she's a – you know, an author who writes on this or a doctor or studying dating in any sort of like psychology. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would also want to keep my firsthand experiences on a record of, you know, that my, my time in the dating world. If that is something that I plan to pursue like professionally. Mm-hmm. For real. It's like we, you know, I go through dating and fucking sex advice reddits all the time purely for this podcast. You know what I mean? We have, looked at dating profiles and shit and like Dane had Tinder and shit. And it's like, you know, like we we're doing all these things. It's like, we're doing it for this podcast. So it makes sense that other people might have things like that. They're doing for their projects. And given it would be very likely that I would have a partner that wouldn't be comfortable with these things, but I would have a very valid reason. And luckily my partner's great. So I get where she's coming from. If there's any kind of reason, which I imagine there is because he said that she wants to write about them. So it's like, Sure. Do you really think that's bullshit lie? Yeah, I mean, really, it comes down to that. Once again, you either trust your partner or you don't. So if you if she says that and you're like, <laughs> you've never written anything and mm-hmm. you know she hasn't, then yeah, sure, be suspicious. And if that's enough for you to be like, sorry, I'm like, this is giving me the ick. This is giving me like red flags here. Um, Sure. Like, I, I understand if, you know, if I was dating someone monogamously and they were like, no, I don't want to date my or delete my dating apps. I, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, I would. That would throw a flag on the play for a second, and and I would try to figure out why. Yeah, but I imagine it's pretty easy to figure out if she has any kind of legitimate reason for wanting them, as in like what she writes about, like we just mentioned. So I can't imagine you're unaware of this, but you don't seem to go into it. And also, yeah. it's like oh, having that window open. It's like if someone wants to fucking download a dating app in secret, they could do it. It's not like if she doesn't leave it now, that's her only chance. Like she could be like, yeah, to leave it in front of you, just go download it at home. Yep. So it's like if you really don't trust someone that much, this isn't going to be the fucking thing that makes them faithful. Yeah, exactly. If if just, you know, the convenience of an app, like they can still meet people. Yeah. Or again, just re-download it later. Yeah. So I think you got to work on your trust and like insecurity issues here, because like unless the wildest thing is happening and it's this big lie where she's like, oh, no, I'm writing a blog wink. I imagine that she is she does have a legitimate reason to do this. And again, I imagine you also have an idea of that. So maybe ease off that break. Yeah. And if you need clarification, just be like, hey, what are you writing that you need? Like and not as a prove it, but as a genuine interest in your partner's activities. Because like if someone said that to me, I would be like, what do you mean? What are you doing? What are you writing? Because <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's something your partner's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Jatuga. I, a female 27, recently discovered that my male 26 boyfriend isn't a cuckolding. 
How can I satisfy his fetish without involving a third person? I've been with my boyfriend for eight years now, and for quite some time, uh, my boyfriend has been telling me fantasies that he has about me fucking other dudes or girls. I thought it was some kind of voyeurism, but I recently found out it's a fetish with a name and all. LOL. I'm not mad or anything like that. It's certainly something that's somewhat shocking and surprising, but I personally have my own fetishes that he has been accepting and satisfying, and I would like to do the same to get him off or to feed into his fantasies without actually doing anything in real life involving a third party. Because right now, I don't have an interest in doing that with another person. I'm not really creative, and I've tried to get him off, but I don't get that many ideas during sex. I'm mainly staying quiet. But I want to start giving him motivation, per se. And when is it about me being with another person, he really gets turned on. So I would really appreciate to read your suggestions on how I could satisfy him and not kink shame him in the process. And also your experiences with people with this kink and how is it going with you. Uh, okay, well, firstly, I know I probably don't need to say it, but... Only do this if you want to, but it sounds like you want to. So great. Step one out of the way. Two, you don't want to do it with an actual person. Cool. Have you heard a role play? I think it would be very easy and probably very hot for this guy if you came home and told him about you being out and fucking someone. Yeah. And like go home and be like, hey, sorry, I'm late. I slept with Dave. Cool sunglasses friend. And Delve into that, you know, have a story, maybe write it yourself if you're not good at making things up on the fly, because it's not sexy to be like, oh, and then we uh, and I'm sure you could find either examples of this or, you know, written stories that encompass this thing and take inspiration from those and come home. And depending on how he wants to have it done, if you want to, like, be doing something sexy while you're, you know, like go down on him and tell him what happened or shun him and tell him what happened. I don't know what his level of like cuckolding is. I think that's a very easy step one where you don't have to do anything other than be a little bit creative. And he gets that kind of like jealous kick Uh, to further that idea. You next time you're out with your girlfriends, just be, just don't tell him you're going out with your girlfriends, you know, be like, Oh, met a guy on the, you know, after work, grabbing a drink with him, send, you know, like things like that. And, if you're feeling particularly spicy, send a pit like next time you go to the bathroom while you're out, take a picture in the in the bathroom. Be like, just got fucked by a stranger mm-hmm. in this bathroom. You know, like things like that. If you really want to get spicy and the, the soap lends itself, put a big glob of white hand soap in your hand <laughs> and pretend it's cum. Yeah. Like there's there's a tons of things that you can do without actually having to do it. It's not necessarily the the act of watching you get fucked by someone. But if you can build a world or, you know, the make-believe bubble around, mm-hmm. as Niall's talking about, around the idea that you had just been fucked yeah, or you are pursuing someone to be fucked or you're ignoring your boyfriend because you are trying to be fucked by someone else, like, those are all parts of it that mm-hmm. you can do very easily. Like, it, uh, uh, just a, something as simple of a text of being like, if he's like, you know, when are you coming home? Just be like, I don't know. I met someone tonight. Mm-hmm. Cool. Make sure you discuss this with your partner. Yeah, I was going to say that these are all things you should definitely talk about, you know, because if it's like, oh, I brought this up once and now you fucking cheated on me. Like, whoa, like, yes, there's you know, there definitely needs to be a like a code phrase or something, even if just like, you know, he's con- like he hasn't heard from you in a couple hours. And he's just checking in. If there's actually like a genuine concern, maybe have like a, a special phrase that is specifically like out of character mm-hmm. of being like, oh, when I ask, you know. If I say just checking in, then just you say, know that I'm or like just say something that's completely like, you know, it could never be true. Like, 
you know, fuck buddies podcast isn't incredible. And he's gonna be like, whoa, wait, oh, it must be lies. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a lot of fun. I've yeah. done a little bit of extra research. Ooh. There is lube that is made to look like semen. Okay. Depending on how interested he is in indulging in that, you can use that lube to feel like to get the sensation or the the visceral act of having sex with you after you have just been fucked. Mm, true. Or you can use that at, you know, you can put it all over yourself, on your face, on your hands, on your tits, whatever mm-hmm. to, you know, so if you know he's coming home soon, you could be like, oh, you know, you should have got here sooner. You know, you just missed whoever. Dave, the um, cool sunglasses friend. Dave, the cool sunglasses. Get maybe put a pair of sunglasses on the, mm. on the thing, you know, and like, Simple things like talking about your definitely talk about the primaries, definitely talk about boundaries, but like simple things like making it an obvious condom wrapper on the top of the garbage. Right. Mm -hmm. So like in your, in your bedroom, there's a a condom and a, and a wrapper and the, so it's like, you know, he looks down he's like, Oh fuck. You know, we didn't, we didn't have sex yesterday. So why is there condom? Like you have to figure out what the comfort level is and how, subtle you guys want to be with it mm-hmm. and also what exactly he wants to get out of it because i'm sure one guy's fantasies aren't the next yeah. you know what i mean like for him it could be like I, I don't know maybe if you're sneaking around that's hot for him or maybe if you're being brazen about it that's hot for him so it's all about like finding out what's the hottest for him and testing and establishing boundaries i don't think you should try any of these without talking about the first because absolutely not that's just the rules for indulging in kinks. You got to talk. You got to set boundaries. You got to communicate. As for things um, that if he's into cuckolding in terms of degradation, you can always talk during sex. Just talk about how he's not as good as mm-hmm. someone you've recently fucked or, you know, whatever. But I like I think that is that's merging two kinks. Uh, degradation play and, and cuckolding doesn't necessarily have to live in the same. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like under the same umbrella, but don't necessarily aren't in the yeah. same room. Which is why it's important to. Establish boundaries first, because if he isn't into that, he has to have a bad time if you haven't pre-established that, right? Yeah. So don't just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Some things yeah. you could do in bed while you're, say, like, if he's doing something really good, if you want to, like, give him a compliment but play into his kink, be like, oh, that feels really good. I'm going to have to tell whoever to do it mm-hmm. the next time I see him. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's a that's an ego boost at the same time as a cuckold, you know, shoe in. So you know, I, I think there's a lot that you can do without ever having to touch or see another person. 100%. You're basically got to write a bunch of fanfic now and cosplay. Yeah. But I think that'll really go towards sating that urge. And maybe if you find a fun and he finds a fun, maybe you can take another step later on. Or maybe not, because maybe this will either scratch that itch or you'll find out you don't love it as much or he doesn't love it as much. But it seems like a really like low risk way to start and enjoy while also probably reaping pretty high rewards. Because as Dane said, it's the actions and emotions and excitement surrounding it, not necessarily the thing itself. Yeah. And you can simulate that in a bunch of different ways. What's the what's the cum lube called? Uh, I don't Lum? know, but it's sold by Bad Dragon. Yeah, fucking Bad Dragon. When are they going to sponsor us, huh? <laughs> Soon. Soon. This is by The Rye 3. Made love instead of hooking up. Me, 28-year-old male, met someone from Hinge, 31-year-old female, and instead of fucking once or twice like I normally do, we ended up making love like six times in one night. I went home, said thanks for the good time, to which she agreed she had a good time too. We haven't discussed anything else, and it's back business as usual. 
I mean, I love how cool and casual she's being about it because I'm emotionally unavailable. But I'm low-key thinking, what are we? I don't think I've ever made love like that before, even with a long-term partner. I need so many clarifications on what, like, do you just mean like you didn't fucking jackhammer her? Like, what's the what's the difference between hooking up and making love for you? So I'm going through the comments and he says, I see, I'm just being a pussy in my feelings. I guess because it's not my norm. For me, it's basically rough sex, sleep, home. But it felt like what we were trying to do was make babies. Okay, so I'm not going to answer any of this question because I think the problem is you. Yeah. Hey, it's you. You're the problem, it's you. Yeah. You did bad and weird <laughs> and you did it badly, weirdly. Uh, yeah, for like we've talked before. You're not something unless you specify you're something. So the, what are we? It's not like, oh shit, I accidentally didn't fuck them hard enough and now we're dating. Yeah, because it it seems to imply, like, the, the problem I have with this question, again, isn't anything to do with this question. I don't care about what, you, what you're currently going through, you emotionally unavailable, you know, jackhammer, now I'm in my feelings and being a pussy. Like, fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. The, the problem that concerns me and what really upsets me here is that you – you seem to have, like every other woman has been disregarded or discarded after you've used them to your ends, mm-hmm. right? Like, like that's the the vibe I'm getting here. It's oh, like, for sure. And it's now, like, oh, you weren't a sex toy to me. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Oh, I've treated you kind of like another person, mm-hmm. like a, a human being. It's like, it's so gross. Yeah. And I hate it. And I think there's a lot of things you need to do to get your shit together. One, uh, realize that you're not hooking up, you're not making love, you're having sex, right? That's that's it. And whatever qualifications you're putting on those things are indicative of one, how you feel about yourself, and two, how you feel about your partner. So mm-hmm. making up, being like, oh, that was a hookup. Okay, that that shows what you think about your relationship with that person, as yeah. opposed to being like, oh, I made love with that person. It doesn't necessarily like. You can love someone dearly. You can make loves to someone and still toss them around and smack their yeah. ass and choke them. Like that is still possible while making love. For sure. So I just it's hundred like, percent like the the societal structure of your your imagined worth of these women you're having sex 100%. with. Hundred percent. Yeah. And like weird like assigning worth and values to physical actions as well. It's like just because you have rough sex with someone doesn't make them worthless. It doesn't make the act worthless. And just because you had less rough sex doesn't mean all of a sudden you're in love or they're some kind of like saint. Like you need to back the fuck off. Sex is sex. You can have intimate sex. You can have very like rough sex. You have kinky sex. You could have slow sex. You could have fast sex. You could have a quickie. You could be half clothed, half not clothed, fuck in public. The list goes on. on. None of those things make you better or worse as a person or as a partner or as a relationship. And the fact that you don't understand that and that you're like making all these weird, like assumptions and correlations with the different sex you're having makes me feel like you're having bad sex generally. And you're a fucking weirdo. I just want to rewind a little bit. Mm -hmm. Can you explain the difference between half clothed and half not clothed sex? You know, (laughs) one is when you take your tongue out of your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> everyone knows that the mouth is the close of the tongue it's true you unzip it and then you come out of it that's why 
<laughs> That's why people always tell you to zip it, to be quiet. Exactly. Clothe your tongue. <laughs> yeah, we always tell people to close their mouths, but like we've just, it's over the period of time we've butchered the word. It was clothe yeah. your mouths. It's clothe, C-L-O-T-H-E-S. Like, yeah. <laughs> close your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's yes. It, what Niall just said, you know, stop assigning worth based on how you want to use them. Because yeah. that's a really shitty way to one, live your life and two, to treat people. Yep. And I, also how to fuck. Like, yeah, it seems like you're blown out of the water because you fucked differently for once. And it's like, that's sad. Why are you not like fuck the way you want to fuck and differently? Like explore things. Have fun. I just, I just I don't know. It's it's so sad. It paints this sad fuck picture for me. Yeah, it, like, I can't, I, I'm pretty confident that, like, the people that I sleep with, I sleep with them all quite differently. Yeah. Like, it's all a very different flavor. There might be similar aspects because I, I have preferences on things, but I can't think of anyone that, like, I could sort of swap out a partner and have uh, a rewarding experience if I was just like, this is the way I fuck this person, and mm -hmm. now I'm going to use that same technique on you. Like, that... One, it doesn't sound fun. And two, yeah, even if it was, it's like, I wouldn't fuck them the same way all the time either. Yeah. Like, like what's yeah. the point of having multiple partners if you're going to do the same thing every time? But also, what's the point in doing the same thing every time, even if you just have one partner? For That's sure. Awful. Like, not to say, oh, I know what you like. I'm not going to do it now because I got to shake things up. Lol. You could do the same good thing multiple different ways. Like uh, this guy, it just you need to fix your shit and also realize that having a different kind of sex doesn't mean you're now dating and also start maybe <laughs> valuing women. Yeah. And yourself. Cause like, and yourself this is definitely coming from a, a place of insecurity for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. At the end of the show, we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable by looking through the profiles, finding red flags, seeing what works and what doesn't work. This is Allie. If you're happy to talk about shit as an actual shit, I'm your woman. <laughs> is there a poop emoji in there? There isn't. There's a leaf emoji. Hmm. See, I would love to know, like, are they like, you know, like, hey, get your shit out of here as in stuff. And they're like, if you want to talk about stuff, like actually talk about stuff. Or are they like, if you want to talk about poop and I mean, literal poop. I mean, I'm taking her at face value. I think she's saying actual poop, like actual poop. She wants to talk about it. It's fair. And I want to know why. And I want to. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's get in the muck, as it were. Hmm, interesting. I would have thought you would go slightly less enthusiastically. I did once meet a girl at a New Year's party uh, who deep dove into the like poop assignment chart that she uses at the work at her workplace, which was like in healthcare, and that was kind of charming. So I'll give it a yeah. seven. I'm, I'm giving it a I'm giving it a seven as well mm -hmm. because I just like I just want to know. Uh, this is blank, and uh, that's probably for the best about me. If your body count is more than zero, I'm sorry. Aiming for functional relationships, so I must know your father. I shall die in my 30s. Edmonton, home-based, wholesome, family-friendly, loves drawing, copywriting, storytelling, aspiring Catholic, traditional, unvaxxed, homophobic, no-not-November 2022 veteran, highest score, 106 days, let's go. Wow. I mean, like, the second you say Edmonton, I can pretty much fill out the rest of the profile. It is Yikes. wild to me that someone's like, I'm homophobic instead of just being homophobic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wearing like, that as a badge of honor. Also being like, I didn't have sex for 106 days. 
Yeah. Aspiring Catholic, what does that mean? What does that mean? Also, like, wholesome? You're not. You're a piece of shit. You just proved that. What are you, oh, what are you did talking you say about? Copywriting was one of his interests? <laughs> yeah. He loves it. I love copywriting. Can't get enough of this corporate mumbo jumbo. So I must know your father. What does that mean? It's so bad. Is he going to fuck your dad? Well, yeah, because he can't fuck you. Because if your body counts over zero, you mm-hmm. want it. Yeah, this is just so bad in so many ways. Yeah. Minus five. Minus five. This is Flavia, 32. Not too ugly to embarrass you. Not too pretty to give you trouble. Is that it? Is it? It's funny, but it's a little self-depreciating. I really don't know how I feel about this, so I am giving it a five because it's right on the cut. Like, it's either very, very funny or really, really sad. I'm going to give it a six because it's on the funnier side, but I am worried too. So yeah, it's not enough. It's like, cool, you made a funny joke. But one, this is gray area funny. And two, I still know nothing about you. So yeah, six. Yeah, because you're describing how you look and I can make those choices for myself. Yep. And we likely don't have the same opinions. This one also has no name. I will reply in less than 24 hours. And I hate this endless swiping. I ultimately desire a lifelong doomsday buddy, which means I am not interested in chatting with most of you inept, self-absorbed bitches. Sorry, not sorry. I value health, fitness, minimalism, work, respect, effective communication, emotional stability, sustainability, honesty, responsibility, survival skills, and independence. Probably too uninteresting, reserved, dependent, honest, and abrasive for you. I don't know if saying you're dependent when you're also saying that you're like a survival doomsday man is like, what do you, what's the picture trying to paint for me? Because I'm confused. Did I say dependent? I meant independent. Oh, okay. I heard dependent. And I was like, maybe I, sorry, someone, someone came in my front door and I got distracted. I hope it's your partner. It is. But they were trying to be sneaky, which like, obviously was kind for the recording but like <laughs> was like wigging me i'm like who's trying to sneak you know you know what i mean yeah uh this person sucks yeah no this is bad and it's sad because i kind of want like i've been watching a little last of us i kind of want like a cute doomsday buddy romance thing yeah and i don't want this shithead there could definitely be love at the end of the world which i think also is a like probably too abrasive for you it's like yeah dude <laughs> like yeah, you did call me a bitch almost immediately. A hundred percent. I do like, I value survival skills because I really want to just see the first few masters be like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad. So what survival skills do you know? Can you fucking forage? Can you weld? <laughs> hey, can you sew? If I have a grievous wound, do you know how to sew me up again? Yo, you got silk? You got some fucking medical grade silk, bro? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a, oh, I'm give it a zero. I was going to yeah. give it a one because it wasn't as bad as the other guy, but it's still pretty bad. It's still not worth anyone's time. Uh, that's going to do it, friends. Thank you very much for listening. It has been an absolute pleasure as it always was, is, was, always whiz, always whiz. Um, if you came out to our show last week, thank you very much. We appreciate you. We love you. If you missed it, like we said at the very beginning of the show, next month could be your last chance to come see us live. For a little bit, at least. So please consider checking us out. Mm-hmm. April 20th, Toronto, Black Sheep Cocktail Bar. We will be there. It's at 730. The show is free. But you do want to make a reservation because we do fill up pretty quickly. This yeah, is the we, second show we've done and we've already, the tables are full. We have sold out two months in a row, like two weeks in advance, which is, that doesn't happen these days. People make last minute decisions. So one, 
you're all fucking heroes. And two, fuck early. If you want to support us in a different way, head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash FBuddies. And you can join up. You can get some extra episodes. You can do a whole bunch of things on there. And we really appreciate it. And it helps keep us from sliding into poverty. Uh, and thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Ready for some bad sex writing? Yeah. This is by Commander Jaunty. And this is a post on Twitter that is public that people could see that he posted of his own accord, presumably. Yeah, I saw this. I'm, I'm excited. Did you see this? I did see this. And you just knew I was going to bring it. I, I didn't think it, no, but please go. I'm, I'm ready for the vomit in my mouth. Wait, where'd you see it? On Twitter. Okay. Here's the thing with girls 22 or under. They smell massively different to a girl of 28. Girls 16 to, say, 23 have this creamy, buttery, slightly sweet smell that is unbelievably magnetic. Hey, dude, I don't know if you said that, but you just acknowledge you know what a 16-year-old smells like. And that you really like it. Yeah. And I get, look, I, I understand you could say like, well, I was 16 at one point in time. I've been mm. with, I, I mm. but like. We know that's not what you mean, Mr. Jaunty. Also, and even, even if judging, it is. Judging by your post, I don't think you met a girl until maybe never. Yeah. This is, this is the equivalent of Steve Carell and 40-year-old virgin being trying to describe what boobs are. You did a bad job and you did it badly and weirdly. I can't imagine how bad of a job you did. <laughs> Stop. My name is Dane Miller. Back in your fucking cave. Uh, and my name is Nalspain. Pretend you're a tongue. Get back in the mouth. Clothe yourself. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs>